0: That is good,
1: oh. yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Erasable Podcast. Tonight we're talking about uh, the topic of journaling in pencil or if you want to uh, zoom out a little bit, we might be talking more about just the permanence of pencil in general. So, but uh, I'd like to introduce my co-hosts uh, which are uh, two of my favorite pencil pals that I've been saving that especially bad pun for, <laughs> uh, Johnny Gamber and Andy Wellfleet. Guys, how's it going?
2: Very good. Fantastic.
1: How are you, Tim? I'm doing okay. I am doing okay.
2: Cool. So you
1: sound good. Tonight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day. We were in Georgia all weekend. Oh. Uh, and we're
2: in Georgia. For
1: like all. a long weekend. Uh, Columbus, Georgia. Cool. Which is like south of Atlanta. So we were down there for a long weekend, which was a lot of fun. Toddler birthday party, but also uh super exhausting. Toddler birthday party. <laughs> uh, it is a toddler birthday party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh we're back and it was it was a good weekend. You're I got going... to go to a staples, which was super exotic for me. <laughs> they have those ampad writing.
2: Tab, writing pads that I like.
1: I didn't even think to look look at the paper. I just went straight to the pencils and then bailed as soon as I didn't find anything I liked. But
2: yeah, which apparently they made a um, made an appearance in uh, one of the Daredevil Daredevil episodes. Ooh. Somebody posted in the group a uh, picture of that Ampad writing thing in there, which is pretty nice. <laughs> <craze>. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I went in there and I didn't find. Anything that interesting. I was tempted to buy some Noricas because they had like on sale, it was like six fifty for whatever is like a 36 pack. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things where like Impulse made me want to buy it, but then at the same time I was like, I'm never going to use these, so I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy them. But they did have a couple things that were interesting that I didn't buy. They had the colorful Ticonderoga pack,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which was like an expanded version of the Target one. So it had like. Uh, orange and the two shades of purple in there it wasn't like five shades of pink and then yellow (laughs) yeah Uh, they also had box 0.5 and 30 which i thought was kind of cool because i'd never seen those in a store like around here so they had like the the medium and the hard ticonderogas but they didn't have the uh number ones which i probably would have bought if i would have found those but yeah, yeah, I'm funny. always the
0: guy that goes through all the boxes thinking this one staples might be different. But <laughs> yeah. We'll have it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so like I said tonight we're talking about the uh, the permanence of pencils and journaling in pencil. A topic that we've been kind of wanting to talk about for for a long time, but before we get to that, let's get through our you know, our our standard sections and let's talk about our tools of the trade and Johnny, why don't you kick it off? I am drinking a
0: beer that I just opened up tonight that I've never tried before from Yards Brewing Company in Philly, which is pretty close to here, called Love Stout, which has one of the coolest logos I've ever seen. It's a a heart with a knife through it, (laughs) and it's it's one of those stouts that doesn't taste, I don't know, not the Imperial Stout, but not an Irish Stout. It's just a really smooth sort of chocolatey stout. It's really good. And uh, I'm writing with our pencil of the week, the Mitsubishi 9850, in a notebook that I can't describe because Tim hasn't seen his yet, called Show Notes, but
1: seriously awesome.
2: Well, uh, I figured probably next week Tim should get his package and we can talk about it more, but it's from uh, Harrison Scalf, who is the uh, future hands-on podcast person, and he sent us Mm -hmm. these fun little little things. uh,
0: It's one of the coolest little homemade presents i've ever seen love
1: it that's really cool i am excited so yeah how about you andy
2: um well i am drinking a delicious um it's a drink called mountain mountain goat blood uh it's not a cocktail it's actual plasma actual
1: mountain goat blood Um, yeah you can only drink it in a flagon
2: yeah, and a uh, it's a it's a flagon made from a mountain goat horn, so it's, it's useful. T- Tim sent me the blood from the mountains of Tennessee. Uh, mm-hmm. Do they mm-hmm. have mountain goats yeah. in Tennessee?
1: Of course they do. <laughs> never never seen one, but sure, yeah, they definitely sure. do. There's one they have, right man. there. There's no, one <laughs> right here. I'm mountain goat.
0: Yeah. Does it improve your climbing ability?
1: My climbing? Just like by being near it? No, I
0: mean, it's drinking the mountain goat blood. Oh, oh yeah. I definitely Do you yeah, take one on one.
1: its uh, power. No. No, it actually makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> you fall a lot. It's, it's really hard to climb mountains with diarrhea, and that's
2: what comes from <laughs> yeah, from mountain goat blood. Yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> Sorry, actually that was drinking <laughs> I'm actually drinking a weird grapefruit beer that um people who I live with, I won't be a stereotypical person and be like, "My wife bought this," but uh yeah, well, my wife bought this. It's a uh, grapefruit beer made by Schaefferhofer. Um it's a Hefeweizen. It's actually it's kind of weird like we weren't sure if it was going to be good like um Johnny you mentioned um who makes one that you like? Um Shiner. It's Shiner. A beer beer. Yeah, Shiner it's has a has a good dry one, but this is like somebody took beer and added grapefruit juice to it, so it's kind of sweet and weird. Oh um, is it
0: grapefruit soda like a Rodler style beer? Yeah,
2: something like that with Ooh, yeah, those something are delicious. in there. It. It's just a little too like the trouble is is like you can taste the beer and you can taste the grapefruit juice but it's like I wish it was grapefruit tinted beer basically.
0: Yeah, the shiner's real beer yeah.
2: with, with grapefruit juice. So I'm drinking that and I am writing with um I just had um lunch yesterday with Elaine from JetPens. Uh, she drove up to San Mateo, and she brought me um, those green Mitsubishi nine uh, thousands. Uh, the ones that say on the back uh, "made by elaborate process," which is <laughs> the best, but the best slogan written on a pencil since "half the pressure, twice the speed." I think um, it's pretty great. Uh, so I'm writing with that. It's it's pretty good. It's uh, this particular one is an HB, but I I got a couple in sizes or in, in uh, hardnesses softer. Um, but yeah, this this writes. I know that there was some discussion about whether or not it's a uni because it doesn't actually say it on it. Um, So I would go so far as to say this doesn't write as well as, like, the maroon unis, but it does write very nicely, and I like it a lot. Um, So I am writing with that in my uh, field notes. Tim, how about you?
1: I am drinking a weak tincture made of ground-up grape pez and tepid water. Tincture? tincture. Learn something every day. Is that like a tea? Uh, something like, you tell me, Johnny. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, I am actually drinking a Simpler Times lager from Trader Joe's. That's a good name. Um, I like that. Yeah, it is. It's uh, We stopped there, and it's their like, house beer it's like three ninety nine a six pack. Do you
2: like really? it better or worse than the name tag beer? I have not
1: had the name tag beer. Is that the one that they sell at Trader Joe's too? Yeah, that's like the other one that's
2: like their house beer.
1: This is the only one I've ever had, actually. Okay. So yeah. this is all I can I can speak for. And I, I mean I like it. The one thing that is sort of appealing about it is that it's three ninety nine six pack and it's six point two percent alcohol by volume. So more, yep. f- more for your money. Yep, uh, and I actually, I had a funny story from a friend who lives in who who went to school in Knoxville, and he said that when the fraternities at University of Tennessee found out like the Trader Joe's had opened up and that they had this, they like came out and like bought all their stock of simpler times uh, for like months, and like nobody could buy it because they were buying all this 6.2 percent cheap beer. Wow, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's pretty good. It's a little it's a little uh, caramelly, like in a bad way. Yeah. Um, but it's cheap. And it's yeah does does the trick, you know. Uh, and I'm writing with a general's layout pencil because so oh, I hadn't nice. hadn't done that in a while, and so I was uh, deciding to yeah get back into it. I had missed them. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, how about pencil of the week? So this week we are uh, we decided to talk about the Mitsubishi 9850 HB, which is not exactly like a easy pencil to get a hold of uh the one place i know of is jet pens uh and that's where that's where i got mine Uh, It was from jet pens uh where did you guys get yours
2: um i i'm trying to remember where it came from and honestly i feel like the one that i have came from either you or johnny tim um -hmm.
1: but so ultimately it wasn't me because i've only had two so okay. Johnny, have you? Um, did you send me one? I have
3: one? both of
0: them here. Uh, I don't think so. I've only had one, and I okay. lost it
1: until
2: today. Man, and I have a no monster? idea
0: where I got it.
3: Yeah,
2: I get that. I, I also someone put them in our houses. It's a pencil <laughs> gremlin, <laughs> but it's like a reverse pencil thief. It's I like love the pencil.
1: pencil gremlins.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I woke up to a vintage black wing on my pillow. <laughs> it's
2: like a horse
1: Man, head. You pencil gremlin.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like Santa Claus. It's <laughs>
1: yeah. like a
0: weird
2: German fairy tale. <laughs> yeah. um, I could have gotten it <laughs> I could have gotten it from JetPens or I could have gotten it from Mido they have a lot of the Mitsubishi this is the one yeah I could have gotten from from uh, Mido too I just can't remember I need to like keep better track of like where my stock comes from and where like I used to keep in my Baron Fig I used to keep a like sort of like an inbox outbooks record when I would like send somebody something and when I receive something, but I gave that up because I'm bad.
1: Yeah, hmm. Hmm. yeah. I, don't, I got mine from Jet Pens. That's the only place. Like when you search it online, that's the the only place you can get them from. And they're not uh, for being a pretty you know, solid, nice pencil. They're not very expensive. I think they're a dollar a piece. I haven't been able to find them uh, as a to buy them by the dozen. I think on Amazon you can do it, but it's like eighteen dollars plus shipping, Mm
3: -hmm. and it's
1: it looks on Amazon like it's straight from uh, from Mitsubishi, but I mean that could be wrong. But on Jet Pens, they're a dollar a piece, so they're pretty um, pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah, Uh, Johnny, what do you think about it? Why don't you start us out?
0: Well, I think the opposite of you in some ways because I think a dollar is a lot for this pencil. It's kind of eh. It's very pretty, but mm-hmm. I feel like the point wears out for how not dark it is, and the eraser does a good job, but it wears out really quickly. I tested it today, and it looks like someone took a bite out of it. Like, ooh, but I mean, <laughs> like, it's a nice pencil. If it was, if this was up against a Dixon, I'd be like, this is a really good pencil. But when they're hard to get and they're a dollar, I mm-hmm. I want them to be a little more wow. I had less yeah,
1: point. I can I can get by that.
0: So I'm going to say B minus, but mm, that's cuz I really
1: like the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what about you, Andy?
2: Um I I think it's yeah, a pretty solid performer. I I really like the High Unis um when it comes to Mitsubishi, so I feel like I sort of compare everything against them. i am kind of doing that to the Screen Pencil too. Um but I I I first of all, I like eraser pencils, so I like the fact that it has an eraser even. So I would give it um Maybe a little bit higher than Johnny goes. Uh, maybe like an A minus because of that. Um, and yeah, I just like the fact that there's an eraser and it. it seems pretty solidly on there. Like that ferrule's is pretty pretty nice. And like, you know, some ferrules just seem weak and like it's gonna fall. Like it kind of rocks a little bit. and might fall off. That one's pretty good. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. I think maroon is kind of. I just don't like maroon that much. I guess <laughs> I wish it was a different mm. color, but mm. uh, but I like it better than yellow. Um. So yeah, so when, I, when I was looking for this pencil, I realized I have like
0: five different pencils with the same color scheme. Yeah, it made it kind of difficult to find.
2: And it's weird because it's not the same maroon as like the Hi-Unis. So yeah, it's, it's a little. It's darker. like a little bit off. So some sort of like a weird like branding OCD itch inside my eye, like <laughs> in my temple, like goes off. <laughs> That's uh, like with the.
3: Uh, uh,
1: the Palomino HB, the blue and the yeah, orange the ones have like old... the slightly different colored ferals, Yep, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that drives me crazy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and uh, I do like I do like when it says office use on it and that like fun little script on the back of it.
1: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that is pretty cool. The yeah. the grade markings on this are attractive with a little star yeah. or
2: asterisk. I love. I I wonder if it's like a way that the Japanese use their um. Like use punctuation, but I never understand why Mitsubishi is in quotes, quotations. Um, I bet they're.
1: I bet Mitsu and Bishi are two characters, but I could be one hundred and fifty percent wrong on that.
2: Mm. But yeah, so it's in like quotes, and actually, mm-hmm. I'm noticing um, on my green pencil and yeah, on my um, on the 9850 as well. Um, do you notice how the opening quotes are not correct? they're not yep they're backwards oh, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. so if you were to use those just the straight up and down quotes that a lot of like web writing uses it would be technically those are like a hash and the quotes uh are backward the opening quotes are the same as the ending quotes where they should be backwards so that's a little bit uh I, i'm going to chalk it up to just like being quirky because because it's a, it's a good pencil <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah how about you tim what do you think about it oh you already kind of gave you uh,
1: well, yeah, I mean, I'm sort of in. I think I'm actually in between. I think when I, when we started talking about talking about this pencil, I was pretty excited because I love the look of it. Yeah, uh, I I love dark reds like burgundies and maroon and uh, that color scheme. So that part, it's like visually, it's immediately appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. So, but once I started uh, writing with it. I'm with Johnny that uh, it does wear down for as light as it is. And it actually, just in general, is a little lighter than I would actually... <laughs> than I would actually... <laughs> Johnny, stop. <Sorry. laughs>
2: stop making everybody laugh <laughs> just, in the show notes. <laughs>
1: I just got show note bombed. Um, so <laughs> it, tastes, it tastes like mountain goat blood, which I would know because I'm from East Tennessee, uh, where we don't have... M- <laughs> where we sort of have mountains i uh, guess
2: yeah east tennessee yeah mm-hmm. you don't really yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we have some there there are many, many mountains but uh but yeah so it, it's lighter i would like uh i didn't notice actually i don't think it's maybe as much as johnny just like how the tip wore down uh, but i think the two big pluses for this one are the color i love the look at it uh look of it and i love the eraser i think it has a really good eraser the eraser reminds me of like uh actual like high polymer eraser
3: Mm -hmm. works
1: really well uh it doesn't have that like plasticky feel it does feel like just straight rubber so i think it it works really well if this came in a b i would really be excited about that but i don't Mm -hmm. think it does you know that's okay yeah so i would uh i would grade it at a actually a little lower than uh, andy i think i'd put it at a b plus Maybe just I had trouble not not a B but not quite like a strong B plus so like I'll get like an 86% I I call it a B plus minus
2: (laughs) thank you Mr. Middle School Teacher (laughs) yeah Yeah. gotta be uh...
0: gotta be accurate yeah Yeah. it's precise yeah
1: so um, so yeah I think it's a solid pencil I think uh, I would much rather pick up a Golden Bear Mm -hmm. than this pencil yeah I think which is a much cheaper pencil too six times Uh, less Yes. So, so, yeah. Cool. That's, I think that's it. I think it's a solid pencil. It's a fun one to have. It's really pretty. But uh, I'm almost glad I didn't buy it by the dozen because I probably wouldn't use it. Yeah. Uh, enough. I have so many other pencils that I like better.
2: Cool. Well, we have a link to um, link to that pencil in the show notes in case you want to go check it out at JetPens. Um, and, uh, Tim, where can people go to find the show notes?
1: You can find the show notes at erasable.us slash 27 all right very good so it seems like we kind of collectively gave it somewhere in the kind of b to b plus range which i think uh the the benefit of having all three of us doing this is that we get a very uh which is the most important thing for you know middle school teacher a very accurate grade i feel like we nailed it i feel like it's very solid very well-rounded so great on the bell uh, curve yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so let's get into our fresh points uh the beloved fresh points um and Johnny, why don't you start us up? because you have, I think, sure. the most exciting point. You know what? Uh,
0: I'm going to do awesome. that one last just to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeez. So <laughs> I, was at, um, I was at Lowe's today and I guess a few weeks ago someone in the Facebook group mentioned that Lowe's had some new pencils out that were made by Dixon. And I, I forgot. I was just there for something else. And I went looking for their pencils which you know, come in a box. They're four bucks. Eh. And then I noticed a box underneath where they had open stock. So I bought a couple. And the coolest thing is they're made by Dixon. They have a regular pencil, which is round, and a fat pencil, which is round. But the fat pencil is actually exactly halfway between a Laddie and a My First Ticonderoga in width. It's just kind of bizarre. It's a fourth pencil size. It is really but, bizarre um, size. Yeah, the the ferrule I'm pretty sure is exactly the same width. I'm looking at this really closely, or almost the same width as a the super fat Dixon. So it kind of looks like a pencil topper it's kind of big super fat dixon. yeah they're made in china by dixon and you know they're ugly they're blue and they say never stop improving with lows and a barcode <laughs> that's all the way by the eraser that you'll never get rid of but Ugh. you know oh. they all have a flaw in the finish but the quality of the finish is pretty good it's nice and thick but I mean and honestly i had to go through the box to find like five that had decently centered cores because you know if you have a podcast, you probably do that kind of thing. So, <laughs> Just for example. I got a couple. I got some to send you guys that I have to get into the mail. I didn't sharpen them yet. I didn't have a time today, but they're not cedar. But well, they look pretty cool. They're called finishing pencils. I don't know what that means. And um, they had, you know, new Dixon made blue carpenter pencils, but they were a box of 20. So I didn't buy those because I don't need 20 new carpenter pencils that I won't use. But if you're near Lowe's, check them out. They're not made in America like the cool Home Depot ones, and they're not orange. I can imagine totally losing one of these. But, uh, yeah, if you're there, especially if they have open stock, they were 29 cents. Can't beat it.
2: Can't beat that at all.
0: And uh, last week, or not last week, two weeks ago, I got to go to New York, and I had an excellent lunch with Dr. Hans Noodleman, some of the best Indian food I've ever had, which just kind of spoiled me for some of the places in Baltimore that aren't that good. (laughs) But, um. I got to go to Kino Kuniya. Am I saying that right? Uh, Say in the like evening.
2: Japanese bookstore?
0: Yeah. I, we I, have I was one sort of here. running around like looking for the pencils. And they didn't have a lot of pencils, but they had a lot of really cool pencil accessories. So I got some really cool um, – I don't know how to describe them. They're, they're a pencil cap, but they're really fat. And they're triangular on the outside. And they're sparkly and come in a lot of colors. So pretty cool. I got a pack for you guys because they're – they're heavy. look like you could hurt somebody with them. Hmm. Um, what else do they have there? I found Hello Kitty pencil caps for Charlotte, like, in the corner. That was pretty cool. They had a lot of cool notebooks, but I was sort of pressed for time, so I didn't get to spend a lot of time there. Um, but the highlight of my New York trip was that I got to go to CW Pencil Enterprise, which is awesome. <sighs>
2: That's so cool.
0: So Doctor, I met Dr. Hans at the train station, and then we went down there. And then John from... The twist bullet pencil came by, and also one of our listeners, Glenn, who actually lives around here, um, he came by. So we were all in the store for a long time, chatting and having a lot of fun. So that combined with the fact that I spent the whole train ride being like, "Don't spend too much money," means that I didn't really buy that many pencils. So I'm kind of disappointed myself. I also forgot to use the
1: pencil machine, oh, the no. little vending machine. I'm disappointed in you too, Johnny. I'm just going <laughs> to say that sucks. I
0: had a roll of quarters in
2: my pocket. Tim, <laughs> let's all vote. All who think. Uh, Johnny should be out of the podcast. Just raise your hand. Oh, I can't do I'm, that. Uh, I'm sitting here crying. We'll just, we'll just call
1: it strike one. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can I erase that strike if I brought you guys something cool? You should, You, you should. Sure.
1: Yeah, we'll call it strike one, like half. Strike yeah. point five. Strike strike point five.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: but until I walked up and walked in, I was still afraid that it was some sort of elaborate joke. I don't know. It doesn't seem real that there's a pencil yeah, store in like- Manhattan.
3: Yeah,
1: I saw this article in National Geographic a long time ago about I think it was in South America. It was either in South America or it might have been in <laughs> like Southeast Asia. One of
3: those two.
1: One <laughs> of those. Places? Which I, I mix those up all the time. But it's the certain like pilgrimage that people do, where the entire way, you know, from point A to point B, they walk and then like for every step they lay flat on the ground and they step up and they take a step and they lay flat and they. Get up! I feel like I have to do that if I ever go there.
0: Oh man, I think I wouldn't have a face anymore between Baltimore
1: and here. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I have to be like (laughs) reverential going there.
2: So I am. I am going to New York on May third through the seventh for a uh, work trip, and I've discovered that our office in New York City is less than a mile from CW Pencils.
3: (sighs) Gosh! So I'm there, man.
2: (laughs) I uh d I, I don't can know get, when yet, but can
0: Tim get to my house so we can take Amtrak up? Heck yeah. Come on Tim. Two
1: and a half. All right, what's, what's what's the date?
2: It, it May third through the seventh.
1: Oh man, that's gonna be impossible. That's like Henry's birthday. So what? Oh, oh, I, yeah.
3: happen.
2: I I wish I could have stayed through. Yeah, and my
1: graduation. Weekend. So it's like mm. that that week is my graduation and none of those are important. <laughs> and my son's <laughs> birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you some personalized but, pencils while uh, I'm there. But it's a pencil shop, honey. It's a pencil <laughs> shop. <laughs> Don't you understand? You have a birthday every year. <laughs> I'm just so i I wouldn't. Did everybody,
2: visit. all of your friends on social media channels, share that Gothamist article about her with you?
0: Yeah, everybody keeps emailing me. There were, like, a whole bunch of articles. Yeah, I I saw it. Are you guys stalking this? (laughs) Kind of weird.
2: So, so there were yeah, there were a whole bunch of articles, and then I um, like people were sharing them with me, and I would just, like, share back and be like, oh, yeah, we interviewed her last Sunday. And they're like, what? Why don't you listen to our podcast? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but the place is so cool, and there are lemon heads on the counter. (laughs) Had me a big lemon heads, and they're free, which is cool. But um, Caroline's awesome, and she pulled out the stamp machine... So I got Charlotte a dozen of three different colors of pencils with her name on them. They were for her birthday, but you know we blabbed and gave them to her anyway. <laughs> but, I um,
2: I actually just yesterday my I got the rest of my tattoo off. I had it for about oh like a week and a half. It lasted my temporary pencil tattoo,
1: and it finally just faded. There's yeah, who in the group is sad as like a half vanished temporary tattoo <laughs> besides, besides maybe a half melted snowman? <laughs> one of those, two.
2: Okay. half vanished tattoo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is all making me feel particularly inspired to finally get a tattoo and maybe make it pencil related. I, t- I well, told Katie, do, like, just, if-
1: just go permanent if you get one.
0: <laughs> I want to get a pencil tattoo and pencil, but I have to go get a tetanus shot first, probably. <laughs> it's like line up a lot of my favorite pencils, just break them off in there. It'd be 3D. <laughs> Pretty
2: cool. <laughs> just hoping <help him laughs> it doesn't swell up. And it would really, it would never fade. So Tim, you just mean, just blow off like your that. graduation, blow off Henry's mm-hmm. birthday, and come to New York and get a
1: tattoo with us. I <laughs> yeah, makes it even better. Makes it even more, Look, yeah. more. you can. Yeah.
0: We could uh, sneak some black wing lager onto Amtrak. and Brown baguette. Yeah.
1: Heck yeah. I can just throw in that it's uh you know Henry's birthday is the same as my mom's and that's Mother's Day weekend <laughs> and,
3: yeah, yeah, just get Henry, right? I'm there. <laughs> There.
2: You don't need friends. You have pencils.
0: Yeah, actually, if you bring Henry before his birthday, he won't have to buy a ticket on Amtrak. <laughs> on his birthday, he has just to buy keep, a ticket.
1: Yeah, this is just like a checkmate <laughs> argument you guys are making right now.
0: Yeah, it's done. <laughs> Tell your wife. Give her the itinerary. Like, See you. <laughs> Go inform the spouses.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but the the shop is so awesome, and. um I don't know how to describe it. It's it's all over the internet. You know, it's all over Instagram, and everyone that goes there is taking a lot of photos and posting them, which I also forgot to do, take a lot of photos. But, yeah, uh, it's so cool. Every pencil you can think of, things it's you never heard about. On. One again. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're back two. to Strike One.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm being hard on you, Johnny. <laughs> don't worry.
2: They, uh, they wear Just out banter. at the end of each mm-hmm. episode, so you'll be back to Strike Zero next time. <laughs> there you go i yeah. wiping my
1: brow just, just play it safe the rest of
2: the episode yeah. <laughs> Just don't say a word <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I, I lost a lot of sleep before that And I didn't sleep well that night And I was sort of sitting in New York like I want to open my pencils but I'm so tired And I have a really early train in the morning but yeah, Did I was, you stay I the night in New York?
3: There.
0: Yeah was up by, um, Actually I went to the first Moleskine store in the US Which is a kiosk That you can go inside of and It was kind of lame It was at um, Columbus Circle Hmm. This is bizarre. Charter I also design. walked up there from downtown. I forgot how far that is. I was sore,
3: <laughs> but uh,
0: yeah. If you're in New York, even if you hate pencils, I mean, I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you hate pencils. But <laughs> totally go there. <laughs> <Buy some laughs> of pencil, you, I you
3: made bought. it to minute
1: forty-five, and you hate pencils. <laughs>
3: they're all uh, they're uh, all
0: They thought it was code for
2: something. You know, <laughs> if you're in the Venn diagram of people who like pain and hate pencils. then you're listening to this podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, everything that you buy there, Caroline wraps up in um, very pretty yellow paper with black and white baker's twine. It's very cool. I bought my kids that children's book that is on above the desk, all of the photos that you see of the the pencil, which is actually a cool book. But um, I think she mentioned before, there's a desk there and when you open it, every pencil that she sells is in there so you can draw on it. I draw on the uh, barren thing on the desk and write with it. And That's so cool. Test them out before you buy them. She, or write your co host a note and bragging that you're there. She has such
2: a, just a great sense of style. And I think that really helps yeah. because she, it's not only is like, do they have pencils, but they also have, like, it's just a, looks like a cool, neat place to be in.
0: Yeah. It's got really nice lighting.
2: Yeah. Like it's the, very sunny. The package I got from her, I ordered some pencils on um, pencil day and, like, they just they just arrived beautifully. They were, like, in these, these really nice yellow, like, envelopes. And mm-hmm. I ordered a bunch of those, like, little st- um, erasers. And, yeah, they're just... Those are cool. Yeah. I, they're smaller than I thought they would be. So I bet it looked cool when she had the big jar of them. Yeah, uh, part of the reason I haven't dug into
0: my bag is because it's so pretty. Yeah. And the bag is uh, handwritten in pencil with the CW logo, or the CWPE logo. Yeah. Really awesome. That's awesome. And the lemon heads, I have to repeat again. It goes with the yellow and lemon heads are
1: delicious. Absolutely. I love lemon heads. Yeah. I can feel yeah. my
2: teeth rotting when, when <laughs> I know, but, I, but
0: I love them, yeah.
1: Isn't it great? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and and meeting some <laughs> of, some folks that we, we know online in person was very cool. So yeah. Dr. Hans is like one of the nicest guys ever.
2: And John we Fontaine's had, just kind of a jerk.
0: No, no I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was I was sort of hanging out with Dr. Hans all day, yeah. Until I realized it was four o'clock and I had to run.
3: Hmm.
0: But yeah, we had a, cool. Is Dr. Hans? Good time. Re- I had a good time. Yeah, is that his real name? No. So
1: okay, I just had no. I was
0: really one. disappointed that that's not his real name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just had an aha moment. So there isn't a uh, pencil convention or of of sorts, and we definitely need to base it around CW pencils. I think that's like the natural things we need to find like a bar close to cw pencils and do like a our own like the erasable pencil convention like every year or every other year
2: well you know the american pencil collector society does a biannual like once every two years like convention yeah it just sounds boring though yeah it's (laughs) (laughs) you said it i didn't say it's a lot of (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's a lot of collecting and because it's a collector society and it's a lot of like they do pens as well but yeah, yeah some sort of a pencil I just want to yeah. hang out with
1: our group members. Absolutely,
0: yeah. So, yeah. My, my last first point was that they, um, the the uh, my my membership is up for renewal. So I don't know if folks are members of the pencil collection society, but what is it? $10? Mm-hmm. Ten dollars? Ten dollars a year? Yep. And you get to... a cool. You know, you get a newsletter. It's pretty awesome. I enjoy reading that.
2: Yeah, I just got my um, newsletter today. I need to renew, up my membership. You know they're looking for a new uh, secretary for the board. Oh um, yeah. So if anybody out there wants to be a well, they're not making money, but a semi-professional pencil <laughs> volunteer. That's the way to do. You're talking it. me into it.
0: <laughs> you should do it. <laughs> well, I, we should we should write an article about our podcast for the newsletter.
2: We really should. That's a good idea.
0: Keep thinking of it, and I'm like, wow. Well, how do we explain? It seems weird if we write it.
3: Yeah.
2: True,
3: we'll Get someone else out. to write it. Hint, hint, somebody write the article. <laughs> send it
0: Senate Doug, he's super nice. He'll publish it. That's great,
2: yeah. That, that's about all I have. How about you, Mr. Andy? Well, um, most of my things are um kind of like podcast housekeeping, but I do have something interesting. Um, but first, um, stickers have been ordered and they are mm-hmm. on their way to Johnny. And Johnny, I'm going to send you a big old spreadsheet with uh orders in them yeah you guys uh, think you're getting your stickers <laughs> <laughs> and johnny is maybe someday in the next three years going to send you <laughs> he's <laughs> really close to the post staff i'm talking about pretty quickly. <laughs> awesome so uh yeah they should be going out really soon um when they when he sends them out i'll make sure to email everybody to make to let you know that they're on their way um apologies to those of you who live in another country because sometimes it could take a while towards the time i'm talking to you <laughs> um uh the other thing is uh we have something really cool happening um there is a, a new book coming out uh, and I, we may have talked about this before um have we talked about this book before i think we did when it um, first came out in, in britain yeah so it came yeah, out in the a uk a while ago um but james ward wrote it's called the perfection of the paperclip curious tales of invention accidental genius and stationary obsession um i know that um TJ Cosgrove has been reading it. He's been posting some pictures of it. Um, So there is the UK version. It actually has a different name in the UK. I can't remember what it is, but it's not. I don't remember
0: what it is, but it was better. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, um, and I think the cover was not as cool, but the, the name was better. Um, So it's, it's coming out April 21st um, on Amazon. Um, I think everywhere, but it's like, especially Amazon. And we are all getting our copies that day. Um, And, we want to have a book club discussion, so um, if you all are interested in reading along with us, um, there's going to be a link in show notes uh, that is uh, full disclosure. It's a, an affiliate link. Um, if you're willing um, to go buy the uh, pre-order the book through our affiliate link, we get a little bit of the cut. Um, it's twenty bucks. It's eighteen dollars and sixty three cents, I guess, um, for the book. And then you can get a Kindle edition for thirteen dollars, though. So I was thinking about getting the Kindle edition. I was like, you know what? This is about stationary. I really should have yeah. the, <laughs> the paper version of this. Yeah. So are, it's are a, you usually a, a Kindle
0: uh, customer? Um, I. Interrupting you. <laughs>
2: Uh, ashamedly, yes. Because since I moved and my space really condensed, I, I'm just yeah. like, holy crap! I can't, I can't keep all these books anymore. <laughs> so I gave a bunch of books away. I sold a bunch of books to Half Price Books, um, and I have started buying Kindle books. Uh, I still go to the library a lot, um, but yeah, I generally I, I'm I'm doing Kindle stuff now. Um, but this one I ordered in paperback, especially because or hardcover because it looks so cool that cover. Um it has, like, this really neat, like, kaleidoscopic graphic on the cover with, like, paper clips and fountain pen nibs and um, specifically Bic crystal caps. It looks really mm-hmm. neat. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to read along. Uh, on the 27th, which is when we record our next episode, um, that's only a few days after it will arrive. but So, we we we'll, we may start talking about it, like, maybe the first chapter or so. Um, but then the one after, I hope that we're—we hope to have a really good— just good discussion about it. Um, this so page turner, yeah. So for reals. We should. Uh, we'll probably have something uh, in the group just to like start some conversations and you know start to talk about it. Um, yeah, cover that. So that's that's exciting. I, I've never done one of these before, and I love. I listen to Diane Reem, uh, the Diane Reem show on NPR a lot, um, and she she'll sometimes do like a book club, and it's always fascinating. Yeah. Um,
1: Incomparable does good book club. Yeah, episodes incompar- too.
2: Incomparable has a good one, yeah, and it's you know I was an English lit major, so I love discussing literature, and I don't I wouldn't go so far yet as to call this literature, but I like discussing books. So, mm-hmm. so by Uh in our show notes we'll have a we'll have our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, if you don't want to do that, you can Google it, find it on your own. No worries.
1: Yeah, and it, we should mention. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just no, yeah, yeah. So as far as being an affiliate link, this means that uh, if you go through our site. You know, we get a little kickback to let us you know, give us some funds to help us do things that we want to do with the podcast. It doesn't cost you anything extra. So, yeah,
2: we're not pocketing the money and then going to Fiji and
1: doing <laughs> running off to CW pencils. And yeah, loading up and, yeah. <laughs> for yourself, laying down some hundos and getting money.
2: Uh, the last thing I'll mention is uh, I think I mentioned last week uh, our last episode that I'm starting to try to get into index cards and just kind of explore that world and use that for organizational stuff. Uh, in the next episode of Dot Grid, I'm going to uh, we'll be talking about like to do lists and stuff like that. I'm definitely going to talk about index cards. Um, June Thomas, who is a listener, and um, if you're in the Facebook group, you'll notice um, she works at, She writes for Slate, and she she listed the um, uh, the test score in. The, oh which test scoring pencil the silver musgrave. One. yeah the musgrave test scoring pencil is like one of the slate picks uh for like gear um super cool she she is apparently uh also an index card obsessive and she has a whole bunch of them she sent me a sampler pack and i was like oh she's probably going to send me like what like three or four varieties of index cards no there's probably like a good 12 different kinds of index cards in here (laughs) it's super cool um there's some that are really little like business card size um 55 millimeters by 91 millimeters um there's some that are regular um three and a half by five um there's one that's like a recycled paper it's kind of cardboard colored she sent me some of the um, dot dash cards um, and actually before Chase Nordengren, uh from the Practical Carry, which is like a like a uh, Facebook group about EDC stuff minus guns. Um, Chase is awesome. He sent me a whole pack of the dot dash cards from NotCo. Uh, they're so nice. Um, so I have a, somewhere in me. I have a big wood clinched post brewing with comparing all of these things. But that's down the line because there's so many index cards to try out now. Thanks to June and, and to Chase. So, uh, yeah, this this should be fun. Um, so, yeah, that is that is that are those are all of my fresh points. How about you, Tim?
1: My first one, I think we'll have a some universal shout for joy in this uh, uh, from this one, but David Reese's show uh, is coming back for a second season.
2: Yay. So,
1: uh, which is not going to be on, it was on discovery, right? It was the uh,
2: I think it was on national geographic
1: national yeah. geographic. That's right. Yeah. So, so going deep with David Reese is coming back for a second season, but this time it's on Esquire TV, which apparently is a thing. Um, <laughs> apparently, or something? apparently exists, but <laughs> I, th- I, I don't know what that'll mean for as, as far as it being available on, uh, like Hulu and things like that, which hopefully it would be. And I think it will be, but I know Andy, you said that Esquire TV is something that's available on Apple TV.
2: I'm not sure of that. There's something like one of those men's magazines has a, like a channel on Apple TV. I think that's mm-hmm. it, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I'll, I'll find out and mention it sometime.
1: Cool. I was really excited about that to hear that David Reese has come back for a second season. that's a, a show that needs to exist. It's so good. I feel like it's good for humans, yeah. you know, to to think about things like that, to, to dig deep into simple tasks, and to have fun. Um, I, was, I was somewhere where there were two life. people
2: discussing David Reese, and I wanted to like interject myself and be like, "I got to interview him once." But I was like, "I'm not that
1: guy. I don't want to be that guy." <laughs> hey, you should have done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> that <was very> fun. <laughs> He just he just cocked uh, his gun. Yeah, did yep, you just put uh, one in the chamber? Yeah, something like that. Um, you don't so, like us, do you? Uh, not too <laughs> strike much, three, but... Johnny. Just wait
0: for strike three. <laughs> Tim, are you at my house?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wait and find out. Um, so the second thing I wanted to bring up, which there is a sort of a connection to it, is that there was a article on uh, beltmag.com it's called Ballad of a Pencil Junkie. Did you guys see this?
0: Oh yeah. 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 That
1: was I think that is an instant classic in the canon of pencil literature. I think I loved reading it so much. And actually today while I was mowing the lawn, I, I used Instapaper and had Instapaper or really Siri read it to me while I was mowing the lawn because I wanted to, to read it again. That's the I one was, <laughs> that.
2: that's the one of the one who worked at the New Yorker, right?
1: Yeah, she's a copy editor for The New Yorker and was it's uh it's basically about her search for the number one pencil, like that Yeah. She couldn't understand why the number one pencil had uh disappeared. And she mentions David Reese, mentions all kinds of things that we were into, mentions about rediscovering the Blackwing six oh two through Palomino and going to the original launch party and all this really cool stuff. It's an awesome article. That's cool. A great read. Everybody needs to check it out. Some of my favorite takeaways uh is one, she says she mentions David Reese and says that uh, his book is one of the only successful uh, books that could be classified under the dual category of humor and reference, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> which I thought was really, really awesome. But my favorite takeaway from it, and I totally agree with her, is that uh, – she she got used to using number one pencils because they were you know a little softer, held a point long enough that she could do her work and enjoy writing with them. And she she describes using a number two pencil. She says when I use a number two pencil, I feel like I have a hangover, <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> which I thought was just a hilarious description. I was like, I totally agree. I love, like for me like when I use a scratchy number two pencil, it's like a hangover. Yeah,
2: I love the idea that there's somebody who comes around every morning with like a tray of of fresh sharpened pencils, mm-hmm. and that you can just like you know get ready for your day and pick. Up your pencils and get started. Yep. Grab, a, she
1: said she would grab a grab a sheath of them, she would yeah. say. There's a quiver. Uh, she said she would grab a quiver of pencils.
2: <laughs> there's a woman um, who worked at the New Yorker who wrote there. I can't remember she wrote there. It was also a copy editor, Nancy Franklin. And she, um, uh, when I wrote for Pencil Things, she emailed me about something, and we kind of talked back and forth. And she said that the New Yorker used to um, uh, stock... Yeah, Blackwing, Palomino Black, or not Palomino Blackwings, but Eberhard Faber Blackwings. And she still had, like, a box that she had squirreled away from there when um, they were starting to become really popular. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's so cool. I, I would love to have been a, f- a fly on that wall back in that day.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's it's, it's a, the, the article is actually a, an excerpt from a book called, I think it's Between You and Me, uh, Something About a Comma.
2: Oh, what Confessions of a Comic Queen.
1: Yeah, that's it, Confessions of a Comic Queen. Yep. So uh, kind of a, uh, the the sassy title kind of doesn't do justice to the tone of the, the, what you read. So I think it's a really, really well-written, really fun to read. Talks about going to the Pencil Sharpener Museum and searching for number one pencils and getting a gross of number one pencils from Dixon that some are uh, uh, – she said a secret admirer sent her that she had like a horrible experience and then she interacts with Dixon about it. And it's just kind of this <laughs> awesome saga of that is awesome. pencil stuff. So
2: we're just like, yeah, that's yeah. normal. You just call Dixon. If you have a bad experience and a lot of people are like, Whoa, she's just taking the time to talk to pencil people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it was fun to listen to Siri. Try to just, uh, try to pronounce barrelsheimer So I will, <laughs> <that out>. um, <laughs> I wonder if she listens but, uh, to the podcast. siri siri are you there (laughs) no not not Um, siri um uh mary (laughs)
2: mary norris yeah
1: yeah it seems like she's been uh she was writing at the new yorker quite a while ago right yeah so i don't know i hope so that'd be really flattering and awesome because she's like she's definitely uh we can get the one of us chant going for for her
2: (laughs) mary if you're listening let us know and we want to have you on the show
1: Yes, please, 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 (laughs) please. So next one, uh, just a quick one, is I got my order from CW Pencils, and thanks to Caroline Weaver, I have officially assembled my John Steinbeck pencil triumvirate, as I'm calling it, (laughs) that I uh, posted about on the blog, which was, that I've been trying to do for a couple years now. I was trying to get together an original pack of the kind of three pencils that are associated with John Steinbeck, which... Are the Eberhard Faber Blackwing 602, the IBM Electrographic, and the Mongol 480 in round? So, thanks to Caroline having the IBM Electrographic, which is an awesome pencil, uh, I now have that. It's a it's a little a, a little off. I talk about this on the post that I didn't quite get it right because uh, the I have yet to be able to find a an actual Eberhard Faber. Round Mongol, which is the one that Steinbeck liked a whole lot. I have a Faber Castell round 480 Mongol, so hmm. uh, so it's actually like an 80s version, and he would have used, of course, like a 60s or 50s version or whatever it was. So not exactly right, but I, I have close an, enough. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I have an Eberhard Faber Mongol, and I actually got a a Mongol uh, 2B from Caroline Weaver. That's uh uncapped, really awesome pencil, but it's hexagonal it's not exactly the same so i was really excited to get that little collection together it's my own little mini collection i want to put together some sort of sweet shrine or i need to get like <laughs> mike dudek to make me a like three pencil holder that's like <laughs> permanent permanent just for those three to like
3: put them on a shelf <laughs> and hold, awesome.
1: display them yeah i might have to just get them
2: put into like lucide or something like that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah just get like a sweet walnut three pencil like they got to lay them all like vertical like step them up one after the other <laughs> That would be I'll really awesome. Them,
0: depending on the weather, yeah, I think he did. <laughs> yeah, it's wet today. Uh-huh. He probably would have had the Mongol. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. uh, my last point, and I know you two are going to have something to say about this because I am so excited and so curious. Uh, when we've talked about the uh, the comb long point sharpener, the two uh, two part long point sharpener, we've talked several times about how. You know, one of the big problems with that is that it's made of plastic. If there were a metal one, it would be amazing because, you know, the 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 blade wouldn't lose its, I don't know if you call it integrity or whatever. It's like it wouldn't have trouble being placed in the correct spot, cause lead to break because the metal would hold it yeah. better. Yeah. Um, so we were, I know we were kind of calling for that a long time ago. Uh, but I'm sure it had been in the works for a really long time, and they finally come out with a, a pencil sharpener called the Coombe Masterpiece, which is not only a metal two-point long or a two-hole long-point sharpener, two-stage whatever you want to call it, but it also, if I'm correct, it actually makes a longer point.
3: Wow, is that yeah,
1: is
0: that right? Yeah, and you could slide the plastic over and make an indefinite point.
3: Yeah, or,
2: on this uh, link infinite point on this link you have, they have a. Um... They have a picture that's... <laughs> holy crap, did you see what this pencil is in this picture?
1: I am on my way.
2: Yeah, so the link... Um, in the show notes, there's a link to Coombe.net, um to show off the masterpiece, which is, frankly, not at all a pretentious name.
1: Is it um, a... There, is it a foil-wrapped Hello Kitty? I'm not there yet. No,
2: yeah. it's... um So... <laughs> When you oh. go when you go to that page, there's this like gold pencil, and you scroll down, and they, it shows you the different uh, mm-hmm. lengths. And oh it, yeah, there's like a gold Ooh. co-branded pencil with Palomino. What? What? Okay,
0: yeah, we, they we sold this for to pull... a little while, didn't they? With the um, oh, I don't, they okay. had like an eraser, a big fat eraser
2: cap type thing. I don't remember gosh, these. That is beautiful, man. We may have to pull some strings and see if we can get some. Oh, from Oh gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> 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 he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> no he doesn't. No, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. While yeah. walking his dog. It's just really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I met his dog, awesome. she's she's very sweet. Um Yeah, yeah these that are is cool. Is I
1: don't remember these at all. Cool looking pencil.
2: Yeah. Anyhow. Um that's cool. So the link to that is in show notes.
1: Yeah, and it is at this point as far as I can tell, it's only available through Coom, like through their website, Coom net. Um, in Europe. Europe, yeah. So you have to pay. You have to order it from Europe. Uh, trans, you know, it's in euros. You have to get it. Uh, w- what's converted? That's the term I'm looking for. Mm. I kept wanting to say translated. Uh, so it's it's nine something euro. So what does that come out to? Like twelve, thirteen bucks.
3: Yeah,
0: that's kind of a um, laugh. A wedge sharpener that's just yeah. made of magnesium.
1: Yeah, but um, man, oh, I'd, I'd pay, pay for it. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, I want three definitely of good.
0: these
2: things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is what I want in my my pencil case, like permanently, like the one I carry with me. Because the you know the the bigger kind of Palomino one is awesome, but it's kind of bulky. You know, it just takes up a lot of room. So I'd like a I love a smaller one. So want 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 all of you <laughs> people on the Facebook group who are in Europe and posting pictures of that just makes me uh, happy for you and sad for me because so. <laughs> <laughs> they are pretty awesome so I look forward I can't wait till I'm sure uh, they'll start showing up in in the states soon so
0: yeah Caroline's trying to get them at the mm-hmm. store she said she's having trouble yeah. they're not selling she'll, them here yet she'll find a way
1: yeah and they're pretty they're very new so the, I mean it, surely they like it'll kind of increase the further they go once they get a sense for the demand for them yeah which I think they will not have any trouble selling them so um, yeah, so that's all I've got. So what do you guys say? We go into the main topic. Yeah,
3: that's absolutely. good.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, tonight we are talking about journaling and pencil. Actually, I'm going to pause. Did you guys need to like take a pee break or anything?
0: I could use one. Yeah. Let me, uh, if I'm not I the only one.
1: <laughs> I all right. So now onto our main topic. So this week we are, uh, Getting into something that we've been wanting to talk about for a while, which is the idea that pencils are not—they we need to break them from their stigma of being temporary. Uh, pencils are temporary only in that they are erasable. So they are, they <laughs> as are we not, said in
2: our T-shirt from hey, last year, that's "Pencils the name are forever." Of the podcast,
1: yeah. <laughs> like the Arrested Development moment. Hey, that's <laughs> the name of the show.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, that they are—they are not temporary unless they are attacked by an eraser. So that actually journaling in pencil and doing long term things in pencil is actually a good idea. And that's what we want to talk about and just talk about uh, how we think about journaling in pencil. Uh, personally and then just even like philosophically like what do we think about this? What what ideas do we have? What kinds of things work for us? Why is this a good idea? etc. So I think as far as how to start this conversation out, I think we should start by talking about maybe each of us talk about what's your favorite combination, you know, for journaling oh, and maybe, and maybe even, you know, and that can be general. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. be a specific pencil, but like general, but also what kind of journaling you do. And I'm going to look up the questions we got. Cause someone did ask that question, which I thought was a really great question. Just like, what kind of journaling do you do? Cause it's not all journaling is the same. It's not all dear diary. You know, uh, there are lots of kinds of journaling. So, uh, who wants to? Anyway, want to start us out. Sure. Oh.
2: I, I, f- I first want to um, <laughs> to talk about uh, Dr. Hans Noodleman's post on Facebook. Uh, did you guys see this? Um, so I, I posted the question. Um, just if do you have any questions about um, about journaling with pencil. And Dr. Hans, uh, he asks, do you tend to use harder pencils for journaling to cut down or sharpening breaks? Do the sharpen sharpening breaks interrupt the flow of writing or provide welcome moments of reflection? If you journal in bed, do you get up to sharpen uh, or la- leave the shavings where they fall uh, to fall where they may, a.k.a. going hamster? <laughs> and then uh, John uh, – Campion says I'm not sure I have anything to add but Going Hamster should be the episode title so yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like I'm to propose pretty... I would like to propose to you guys Going Hamster <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah I
1: think I think that has to at least be a subtitle Yeah, yeah.
2: So uh, oh, yeah that's pretty fantastic. that's pretty great <laughs> Going Hamster um, no I can I can um, actually in real life start if you want <laughs> um going it's like it, it yeah um, I generally um, Like, I'm not doing a whole lot of um, journaling, just like every once in a while if I have something to work out. um, I'll do it in a field notes book, and I generally maybe will do it for a page or a spread. Um, And I've just kind of discovered that Shelterwoods and America the Beautiful are my favorite um, pocket notebooks for journaling. And I think that's because they both have the same kind of paper, like the wide-ruled kind of thick paper that's really nice. Mm-hmm. um and i, I just it's a, it's just really smooth and i like it but not so smooth as to be slick and then like smudge easily they do smudge but not like super easily um so yeah i, I like the shelter wood. i actually just traded somebody a cherry wood graph um like the the other wooden cover that they sell regularly for a pack of shelter woods, which i think we both got a the sweet deal yeah i think well, i definitely feel like i got the good deal but i know he doesn't like the line paper so he likes it too um, so yeah, that's, those are my preferred like pocket journaling things. And I always keep, um, I have a shelter wood going with, um, uh, with pages in my, uh, Cody Williams, uh, leather case that I keep in my bag. Mm. Um, and I, I actually really like the gallery leather, uh, journaling paper as well. Although I don't really keep a journal in gallery leather. I just think it's a really good journaling paper. Um, yeah, I don't really have a, like a bigger, like a five size journal going right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's really nice. And then it's not the most comfortable in the world, but I really like the Musgrave uh, Test Scoring 100 for, um, for journaling. I've, just because really? It, yeah, well, it's, it's dark and it keeps a good point. I feel like it smears a lot. Yeah. yeah it was just me.
0: Maybe it's because the print smears on the barrel. Yeah. So it puts you in mind of smearing. Yeah.
2: And being... Being left-handed, I feel like I have like overcorrected myself for smearing because I know I'll just end up <laughs> with smear anyway. So um, yeah, I, I think yeah, it's dark and it holds a good point. It's as we talked about on whatever episode when we talked about it. Um, <laughs> as we talked about when we talked about it, uh, the like I, <laughs> I feel like the um, like the hex sides are kind of sharp, so they're not super comfortable to hold on to for a while. But it performs really well in my opinion. So I. I use that a lot for for journaling. Um, yeah, those are my favorites. I I, I do think. Um, well, well, let's talk about the some of the the group comments at the end, um, just because there's some interesting points people raised. Um, Johnny, how about you? Do you have any interesting points to consider?
0: Um, well, for what kind of journaling I do, I I feel like I'm getting boring. Like most of my journaling is, you know, my kids did this today. It was adorable. I said this today it was adorable <laughs> this is some food I ate because <laughs> it, <was> <laughs> it was adorable it was adorable no it was <laughs> delicious and bad for me um, and um, you know I, I I suspect that a lot of folks who majored in philosophy might have uh, use for anxiety journaling so that's something I do a lot um, but for good pointers I find no no matter what you use it's gonna do they? I call it ghosting. I guess it's not a good word, where the graphite transfers between pages where you've written on them. Mm. that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever I, I have a journal going, I cut a piece of sort of blotter paper and put it in
2: there. That's um, such a good idea.
0: And for field notes, I use... Because um, you go through them so much and you don't want to keep cutting them, I use a piece of an old roadmap because it's durable and actually, you know, it kind of looks cool with field notes. Heck yeah. So I reuse them until they fall apart. Um, for yeah. combos, I've noticed lately... I don't really like hard pencils, but um, some of the, the nice German brands are good for journaling because they don't smear while you're writing, and you know you get a good point retention, stuff like that. One of my favorite combinations recently was Baron Fig paper and a Faber Castell Castell Nine Thousand B, just like perfect, completely perfect. Um, right now I'm using, I don't know, we've never really talked about these before. There's a brand called Cavallini. they make some cool stuff and some really lame stuff. And they make these sort of mini notebook packs where you get three, um, sort of like a theme, and one is plain, one is lined, and one is graph. So right now I'm using one of those because the paper is fantastic for pencil. They're they're bigger than a field notes and um, thicker than a field notes. They last a little longer.
2: What's the um, how do you spell Cavallini? Uh, I don't have no idea. No, I, I tried to look at it.
0: I just ordered her, um, a pack of them today for my buddy's daughter who really likes bikes and her birthday's do coming they? up.
2: Do they? Oh, I've, I have definitely They're, seen these before. They have like, um, they also make that like fancy wrapping paper that looks like little, like yeah, posters they, or something. they do a lot of um, calendars and things yeah. like that. There's some like fancy, like stationary gift shops around here that have these.
0: Yeah, there's, there's something about that paper and a cheap pencil that's perfect. Like a plain old Dixon's, really nice in there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at oh yes, they make these uh these really cool I I need some of these notebooks that San Francisco San Francisco notebook said. Yeah. They have like a vintage like Golden Gate Bridge postcard and then they have this like this cool vintage map of San Francisco.
0: I just got one recently that's called Oddities and one is phrenology, one is skeletons, and I forgot what the other one is. But cool. they're they're really cool books. Yeah but um yeah i've I've written a lot of different kinds of journals to so kind of like blow through them I, used, when wow. I if I use field notes for journaling, I go through one you know less than a week, which is cool when you have a stash, now my stash is getting kind of big, and I'm getting embarrassed, so I' need to go back to that.
2: What <laughs> would you say are the um like most of the things that you journal about are there, are they things that happen like in your everyday life that you just have to sort of yeah. like, dissect or are um, they like big things or little things all of the above yeah, I think
3: yeah.
0: I have, my, I have a very big, very complicated family. Sometimes <laughs> you forget who's related to the two and who's pissed at who. And one of my problems is like write the, it down.
3: the
2: last six months have arguably been one of like the most eventful six months in my life. <laughs> and the mm-hmm. thing is, is I just like get so mentally exhausted that I don't like feel like journaling. So <laughs> I haven't been very good about just like capturing like thoughts and feelings about moving twenty five hundred miles away and working at like an insane company and things like that. I still can. Yeah, I still can. I, I totally nice and I totally will. Fresh. Yeah.
0: Do do either of you guys do uh morning pages? Like was it Julia Cameron? Is that her name? Or mm-hmm. Julie Cameron. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: Her book? I've I've done it for periods of time. I'm not doing it currently. Uh I like the concept a lot. Morning mm-hmm. morning pages are really hard for me, um, because I know like it's much better to do, I mean in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and being, Later being a, pages. Yeah, yeah. Being a teacher. Uh I wake up at five thirty and I'm out the door by like six fifteen some some wow, days six thirty <laughs> yeah i just I have really early mornings, and uh as much as I love to sit down for a half hour and do that uh, I just don't really have time to It's some over the summer that I'll definitely probably revisit just because I like it so much, but <clears throat> I haven't been lately. I think it's a really great concept but.
2: yeah if I could get better about doing it like on the train i I take a like a regional like rail transport to work um, and I'm on the train for like 20 minutes, which I think is like a perfect amount of time. Yeah. But it's like so jostly and yeah, I haven't, I haven't quite figured out how to do that yet. You
0: get something really big and write with one of those woodless pencils from generals. Oh like yeah. If it, if it jostles, oh well, yeah. <laughs> but you have to carry around a giant journal all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of wake up with a headache basically every day until I have my
2: coffee. So
3: yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All of your journaling is just about how you need coffee. This sucks. My head hurts. Yeah, coffee, <laughs> give me coffee. French presses are complicated when you're not awake. <laughs> what sort of thing do you write about, Tim? Without, uh, without uh, going I keep, into the lurid details.
1: <laughs> yeah. I keep kind of two types of journals. Actually, I would call one a journal and one a notebook. Like, I keep a notebook. and So the notebook is more of my, like, catch-all, like where I put story ideas and just kind of, like longer form kind of more random but things that I really feel like I need to write about because I'm I'm the type of person in general uh who things make more sense to me when I can stop and write them down like when I can put it into writing just Mm -hmm. one of those it's always been that way for me even with you know with school stuff or even with like relationship stuff like I just need like if I'm if I'm gonna sort out what I think and what I need to you know say or do i have to sit down and write that's just how it works for me and so i keep a notebook which is where a lot of my like creative writing sort of fiction stuff goes uh bigger idea things and i also journal uh kind of in the conventional sense in a small notebook usually like field note size and like you were saying andy um america the beautiful Shelterwood have been kind of the perfect Sweet spot for those yeah. and I'm just Dying because I'm I mean I have I have several Left but I'm just dying for them to come out with A standard edition with that nice paper In it um
2: yeah I feel like Usually have, the summer months are the ones where they have The uh, lined paper mm-hmm. Yeah hopefully some someday we'll get a Yeah a General edition although yeah, have you guys yeah. used,
0: mm-hmm. Have you used the regular lined field notes before oh yeah mm-hmm. yep. I have yeah. It's like it's a weird different feel with the
1: Extra space yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's not the same Yeah um, But yeah, so then in that one I just generally like I write about I, I don't, if I find myself doing Kind of like a this is what happened today Sort of journal
3: mm-hmm.
1: It fizzles out and I stop doing it So I've learned that that's not really like
2: See, I, I do it when I it for me. And I, I feel like it's just too easy To do it, like I I'll just kind of like list out objectively What happened today Mm -hmm. and it's 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 so hard to like make that switch and then like start talking about what's going through your mind plus when you do
0: it that way and you skip a day then you're gonna you're like oh man i gotta write two bays yeah Yeah. i don't feel like doing that
1: yeah yeah mine mine generally more ends up being more of a this has been on my mind today like this this Specific topic or this specific issue or idea like this has been on my mind so I'm gonna try to like dig into this a little bit like obviously this must be important because I've been thinking about it so that's generally what my journaling is and as far as what pencils I like to journal in uh, it's usually always a B
2: yeah
1: a sweet spot I don't I don't like that hangover feel of a scratchy pencil. Uh, like we were talking (laughs) about earlier. Um, But I also don't like to have to sharpen constantly. And so the two that I found myself using the most, uh, one is the Palomino B, the orange and black one.
3: Mm.
1: Uh, I have a dozen of those, uh, and I use that. And then also I have a Kimberly B that I like to use. Oh, I was going to say that. A whole lot. Yeah, it's a really nice journaling pencil. It's a little on the light side for me, but I still, I just love it. So that's that's a really great journaling pencil. Holds a nice point, but it's dark. So that one's just about perfect, and I guess I should mention that I like lined paper just in general for journaling. I can't journal uh, lined or or blank.
2: How big do you write? How big of a line do you like?
1: Um, I would. I kind of just adapt. Um, my handwriting is all over the place, anyways. Like cursive slash print just kind of mixes back and forth, and the size isn't consistent either. I just am all over the place. I kind of like it that way. Mm-hmm. But um, so I feel very comfortable in like in America the Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but also if I have no lines, like uh, like my Baron Fig right now is blank, if I use that, uh, it'll just kind of vary depending on what I'm writing with. And sometimes I like to write big and sometimes small. and just Yeah. Yeah, it sort of varies.
2: So do you, um, one question that Steve McCoy um, asked in the group was, uh, does anybody have a recommendation for the least smudgy pencil or pen, um, excuse me, pencil or paper combo? um hmm. he 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 wanted to know kind of what the best pencils for point retention are uh he likes cedar point field notes and higher hmm. price like like mitsubishi um and then he he wants to be able to just sharpen when thoughts are flowing in journal um or does does he wants to know do you just have a batch of sharpened pencils at the ready or do you want to sharpen kind of like once you like are in the flow of journaling
1: that's a good good question i mean i think i uh, I've had like two sharpened pencils in front of me, but I kind of like the sharpening part. I yeah. like to stop and sharpen mm-hmm. and think. Um, yeah. It's kind of like gather your thoughts and then write it down. It's kind of like taking a breath when playing a an instrument, like a trumpet or something. You know, like you, stay, you have to breathe, you have to stop. Um, I like to stop and sharpen, but yeah. I might have a couple in front of me. My favorite, I, I did mention the, the Kimberly B, the Palomino HB is kind of my all-time favorite journaling pencil because it's yeah. nice and dark and Point, but, um, but yeah, if he likes the cedar point, I feel like the Kimberly uh, B would be a nice transition for him for journaling.
3: Yeah.
1: Kimberly B or maybe even 2B. I have some of those. And there's not a whole bunch of difference between the two. Yeah. But um, I like them both a lot. I've even used the 4B. And it's yeah. nice. But it's you know, like the uh, the like the Black Queen Pearl. Mm-hmm is nice for the first three lines and then you're back to sharpening. So I feel like that B two B area is a real sweet spot. So I think the Kimberly might work really well for him. Cool.
0: Yeah uh, and for for smearing um resistance you can't beat a Wopex. Yeah. The thing doesn't smear. And the uh cast out nine thousand, even up to three or even sometimes four B doesn't really smear.
2: I um and for paper, paper wise I would say like a barren fig journal is really good for not smearing. Mm-hmm. I, um, and and I guess, like, if anti-smearing is, like, your main qualifier for paper, because I like the America the Beautiful and Shelterwood, but it's not particularly smear-proof. Um, I just, it's just so smooth, um, buttery. But the, um, yeah, but the barren fig is really good at not smearing. It's, like, toothy enough where it just holds on to the little graphite mm-hmm. particles, but... Not so toothy as to just like eat up your pencil.
0: Mm-hmm. Plus, I find that paper goes really well with pencils that already have a good um, sort of inherent smear resistance to them.
2: Yeah, yeah, like a Wolpex and a and a Baron Fig.
0: Yeah, even the um, what is it, the Grip Twenty O One, which is really a hard pencil, but it's very nice in a Baron Fig.
2: Yeah, really like it. Somebody yeah. asked uh, David Nevis uh, in the group um, asked us to discuss the different types of journaling. Uh, He does a semi-reflective, semi-historical style journaling that is pretty much like a standard diary idea. Uh, A pencil or, gasp, a pen could work equally well. But there's meditative journaling, there's visualization, and art journaling, and on and on and on. Um, He wants us to kind of talk about a few categories that could clarify pencil considerations. Uh, And he goes, not that it's a big topic or anything, (laughs) because, God forbid. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah, I... (sighs) I guess I have never been so intentional about my journaling as to, like, fit it to to a style. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say it's not a good idea because visualization is, like, a great idea. Um, I've definitely done, like, I don't even know what to call it, like, cathartic fiction writing (laughs) where, you know, I write, like, a short story or something kind of in the style of what I'm trying to achieve just kind of for my eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, And something like that tends, tends to be, like, longer form... Yet more stream of consciousness, and not particularly like well written. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like I feel for longer form stuff, yeah. Like a like a harder Mitsubishi pencil, or like a German pencil, like a Faber Castell might be good because it's not super like soft and visible, but it will last you a long time.
1: Yeah, like a Tombow Mono. Yeah. HB or something, or a B, something like that. Yeah, something like that would be good. Mm-hmm.
2: Johnny, yeah, you, I. Sorry, go on. Go on, Tim.
1: I, I was going to say I kind of already touched on kind of my thoughts on this one as far as the kinds of journaling that I like and I like to do uh, the, the morning pages idea appeals to me but I don't usually have time to do that during the school year but um, yeah just kind of a general what I would call keeping a notebook kind of like a writer's notebook I yeah. guess is the best way to put it keeping a writer's notebook and then just having a small journal that I definitely don't do every day I wish I did but I do it uh, when I can yeah yeah
2: we had a really good discussion in the group about um oh just like the archival quality of pencil over pen um one of the interesting kind of distinctions that was made was you know people were saying oh it's not good for archiving because it can uh smudge and if you like you know rub it together or there's a lot of activity it can kind of wear out but um what is what (laughs) is
1: archived that gets a lot of smudging action exactly
2: yeah Logan had a really good point where he said that, like, archival stability aren't the same thing. Um, So, like, you know, ink can oxidize or get bleached by the sun or be water damaged or even, like, kind of slowly transfer, like, um, through, like, osmosis kind of just, like, diffuse throughout the pages throughout the years as they're closed. Hmm. But um, in just about, as he said, in just about every category except physical rubbing, pencil marks are more durable than ink. So, for some people, like, if you have paper that is going to be sitting on a desk or... Is going to be transferred around a lot, like probably pencil isn't good. But if you have a bunch of notebooks that you're going to keep on a bookshelf for years and years, um, actually, I my parents uh, had a neighbor who had lived in their house since like the 40s, and uh, he was a chemist and he kept meticulous notes about like you know, kept, like formulas, and he he was a freelance chemist, which is really interesting, <laughs> uh, and he he kept like his. <laughs> his like freelance work and like time tracking in a journal. And when he died, he died when he was like in his nineties, um, we were helping his, his widow just kind of like clean things out. And, uh, he had a, um, he had a notebook with all the stuff in there that was like, you know, dated like 1954, 1960 something. Mm. And it was all in pencil. I, I would, I was dying to know what his favorite brand of pencil was. He was German and he like came to the U S like right before the war. Uh, World War II uh, he got out of Germany and he uh, yeah he just kept really meticulous like notes about this and I just want to know what his favorite brand of pencil was because I bet that he had a opinion mm-hmm. um, but yeah and it, I mean it was clear as day like you could it was it was great you could see you know just like stroke marks you could see everything um so yeah we had some really really good discussion uh, about this there um, and then I know that, uh, one thing that Luke Sinclair pointed out is that, um, you know, like art, art, artist journaling, um, sometimes they use a spray fixative with graphite to prevent spear. Um, and he, he says that you can buy them at art supply stores, generally archival quality. Uh, he goes, I have known people to use hairspray. However, I would not recommend that for arch- archival <laughs> results. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, any other areas that we haven't covered there
1: Yeah, i mean i seem to remember a uh post on a little website called uh i think it's stencil revolution oh yeah um, stencil revolution
3: yeah. i know that dude it's Nice, it's nice yeah
1: a yeah, uh, post from 2010 called pencil for long-term writing that should definitely be in the show notes because this is actually one of those posts that i got uh, a lot of traffic on that post Oh, yeah, well, that was how I think I found your blog <laughs> uh, was wow. I was Googling things, and that was, like, one of the first things I uh, – w- one of the first because there was a couple that I kept hitting on, like, over and over that I would, like – I would think – I would be – say, oh, I wonder what – like, well, I wonder if anybody's written about this with pencils, and then I would find it on Johnny's site. And then this <laughs> is one of those that I kept hitting on because pencil for long-term writing, I'll put it in the, the show notes because it's a great – Done. A great link. Um, you got it? I got it. Okay, cool. So um yeah, I I mean, I had some other kind of random thoughts about it, which we're gonna have to spend a lot of time on, uh, stuff I haven't as far as stuff I haven't hit on so far, but so pencil we've established that it does last. Like it stays around, like for long, long periods of time. And if you do really stop and think about it, and this isn't supposed to be a bash on pens because it's not a us versus them sort of thing, but if most people in the history of the world did like journal and write everything in water-based inks, uh, we would not have as rich of a, you know, depth of history because there would be a lot of things that the common, like if there wasn't a common pencil for people to write with and record things for the last, you know, a long time, we wouldn't have as much information as we do now, Um, which maybe that's a little like over romanticized, but I think it's true Yeah, Um, that it's, it is, Pretty amazing how much has stuck around, thanks to that. And
3: oh,
0: but a really sad thing was that Thoreau did not journal in pencil. Mm. So I emailed the lady that was running the um, Thoreau Project a few years ago, or like ten years ago, and um, she's like, "Yo, he used it in his notebooks, and sometimes if he did it in his journal, he always went over them in ink." I found them to be the saddest thing I ever found out. Sorry, I asked.
1: She didn't know any better, right?
0: Yeah, that's why they can't read his (laughs) journals because the ink's breaking down. Plus, he had
1: horrible handwriting. <laughs> or it that makes me. handwriting. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Have the words.
2: I think sometime soon we have an episode about handwriting.
1: Um, yeah. We to do. some like samples, we like have, handwriting yeah, we
2: samples. have my mom. My mom has perfect
0: handwriting. It's kind of weird. Is she a teacher? No, she was a product of Catholic school, like me.
2: Uh, see, my mom. My mom was a kindergarten teacher in Catholic school, and she has really, oh good, really good handwriting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um Torsten uh Von Plotho Kittner asks, um, do you use the last page until the last space is taken, or do you leave some blank space for later to add something in oh. your journal? Depends how Good. much space.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I almost always Yeah, I, I agree. It depends on how much space. Unless if there's if there's more than like, I don't know, four or five lines. Uh I'll definitely pick up from where I left off.
3: Mm-hmm. So hmm.
2: Uh, Corey Roth goes um, round hex, semi hex, or triangular. Discuss. Never triangular for journaling. It's really? Hard to keep. Yeah, it's too hard to keep a sharp point. That's true. You have to turn it what like 160 degrees every time you want to. Yeah. Or I, like, I don't even.
0: Sometimes know. I find for long term a hexagonal natural pencil is perfect, especially in the summer.
1: Baltimore summers are kind of soggy.
3: Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. To drop yeah. a
1: into pencil. <laughs> I'd agree with you on that one. I, I like a hex for, for journaling. I mean, you know I love a round pencil, but I think m- more often the ones that I end up picking are a are, uh, are hex because they're easier to hold on to.
2: How often do you, and I know it probably depends on the paper and the sharpness of the pencil, but generally how often do you rotate a notch?
0: Oh, my. I don't even pay attention. Do you guys pay attention to that? I don't usually. I don't think I do. I do it. Yeah. See, I didn't know that anyone else in the world did it until... I wrote a post about it one time on Pencil Revolution, and people were like, "Oh yeah, I do that." Wow! Oh, yeah. like, oh, I thought I was special, and I figured out <laughs> something really cool. I'm like, hey, did you guys know you could do Pro this? Pro tip, but guys! Everybody does
3: that.
1: It's more of a yeah. I think it's more of a feel thing for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't I, know, I like do go certain with certain... pens too, which makes no sense. That's why I can't you use a fountain pen?
3: <laughs> it's true.
2: Uh, William Min, who is the um, the creator of Johnny's awesome new logo, yay! Um, he he has an interesting point: journaling versus scheduling because I've suddenly begun to really think about the differences and how I'm wired. I've never, I've been trying to use the chronodex for the last couple of months and it's fun to draw out your schedule. The chronodex being that thing that, um, Oh, what's his name from, um, Scription? Oh, Patrick, Patrick. Yeah. He came up. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, I never really refer-, refer to it, uh, for the planning process. I end up going backwards and filling out the things I've done, but I do like to journal a bit more. What are the differences for you? Do you do both? Um, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I I tried keeping um oh in my Field Notes Ambition there's that little um date book. And I tried like just doing a one, like two lines about my day uh, every day and I failed miserably.
1: Yeah, I think I tried to do the uh is it it wasn't Word Notebooks, was it? Do they do the memorandum? Who does the memorandum? Uh
3: um, yeah, that's Word. Yeah, that's yeah, Word. yeah, yeah. They do it.
1: Yeah. That's Word. Um yeah I tried to do that and I lasted like two weeks this yeah. year you oh, you man. lasted longer than I did it just <laughs> didn't make like I, I just found that I was like I don't even care yeah. all this stuff I'm writing down I'm like <laughs> yeah five days are boring <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like I would much rather like and I was doing it like in bed and stuff too so yeah. it was, like late at night but probably wasn't a good idea
2: yeah Johnny do you do you ever do a, like a scheduling sort of
0: um I do a planner but it's sort of one of those things where once I've written it down I don't have to look at it again because now I remember yeah Mm-hmm. Which yeah. sounds really stupid, but it's really. You don't you know, write really it down to remember it
2: now. You write it down to remember it later.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and um, I've I've talked before the other one. way around. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do a little. uh It's like the memorandum, but it's the five years that I'm finishing. Oh it. yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but paper blanks makes new ones that are ten year journals, <laughs> and they come in a slip cover, and they're actually really, really pretty.
2: See, I don't feel Jeez. like I could. 10 years i can't imagine doing anything for 10 years it's
0: it's cool (laughs) because now since um valentine's day i'm on the last um the last year of all the pages so it's kind of cool to see yeah um you know what charlotte was doing four years ago and what Henry was doing a year ago
2: it's like an analog time hop yeah
0: i i use a pen in that book because the lines are so small i use a micron don't crucify me (laughs) hey (laughs) microns are nice that's strike two. I, though I have seasonal colors for the microns too. I have you, a pink one now for cherry blossoms.
2: What do you think, Tim? Is that strike two?
1: No, no. I'll take that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the most, I'm the moderate ones. I can't, I can't knock them for that. Right. <laughs> I was using fountain pens. I, could, I was using fountain pens today, and hey, I have been using yeah, a really cool Sino it's, that.
2: Like this orange Sino that uh, Elaine gave me that I love. Yeah, so that's cool. I just,
0: There's nothing modern about fountain pens, Tim. I just got a... <laughs> hey, true. I was being nice. Strike
1: two. Strike one, Tim. <laughs> that's strike um, two, Tim. I, was, I just got a, some of those the Sino. Did you see they came out with the Sino 307? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw those at Target. Them. What's
1: to deal with mm-hmm. them? They're much better. They're darker. They have a richer color. Because, you know, like the black... Sino 207 in black kind of had like a gray, sort of like transparent look to it. And now there, it's much deeper. So the line's a little thicker, but I like them a lot better. So. Yeah, that like
2: one, the,
0: the, the lot better. That one,
1: which pen. is archival. Again, it's worth mentioning for yeah. this episode. Uh, Sino, the Sino is our archival. So is the Jetstream. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh,
0: I know the Jetstream was. That's interesting.
2: That blog, yeah. That One Pen, had a really good review of it that I'll put in show notes. Yeah, he
1: did. Yeah, he did. Well, we can't finish with talking about a pen. So, <laughs> uh, my last thought about journaling and pencil is just that uh, I've, and I mentioned this on my, where did I, where did we talk about this? Just this, the idea that and I, we've talked about it several times probably, but that pencil is what we learned on. And so yeah. generally writing with pencil is your best handwriting. And it's, there's like a very definite link to the past and the way you write and the way it feels, uh, you know, it just feels it feels right. I, I always write my best my best handwriting when I'm writing with pencil, and I think it's because of that, because that's what I learned to write
3: mm. with.
1: So uh, I can make that as a case for for journaling in pencil also on sort of an aesthetic level, just that you want your journals to look good. <laughs> I think most people, even if you, people don't admit it, uh, it's true. You want your journals to look good, Heck yeah. and you want your handwriting to look right. And I think pencil, a lot of times for a lot of people, gives you your best. Uh, your best handwriting, so
2: yeah, definitely. Someday when they display your journal in a museum, you don't know, want people will be like, uh We're
1: all expecting. You're like, "Yeah, <laughs> what does that? What does that say?"
3: But <laughs> <I don't... laughs>
2: hmm.
0: well, also, if you're, you know, a big pencil fan, it's 2015. So there's a pro. I mean, maybe I'm just speaking of myself too much, but there's probably a pretty good chance that a very large portion of the handwriting you do is your journal so yeah. if you really like pencils just journal in pencil. Although I have mm. to
2: admit day one which is a uh, app, Mac app for journaling is a r- gorgeous, gorgeous app that's a pleasure to use but I won't mm. go into it too much here. I actually spent an entire a- just, episode of DotGrid just like ranting about it so.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, well I think we've, we've done a pretty good job talking through this. I think yeah. we've got some great <laughs> questions yeah give it covered a, shot. a lot of points if there is anything else people want to talk about a great place to do that with uh to talk about journaling and talk about anything about the episode is in our Facebook group. So we encourage people to go to our facebook group, which is facebook dot com slash group slash erasable so head over there um, and yeah bring up anything that uh, you may be still thinking about with journaling we'd love to oh love to talk you
0: know about. what we didn't talk about um what sort of sharpening angle we like for journaling? So that would be a oh. good place to uh, dive into that.
3: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. 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 So the last thing before we button this thing up is we want to give uh, we want to give the much awaited results of our awesome giveaway that we were able to to offer for our anniversary, our one year anniversary. Thanks to our many uh, very generous uh, partners in this giveaway. Yeah. So, uh, Andy, why don't you uh, why don't you take it here and tell us who won our uh, giveaway and maybe you can mention what episode sure they liked
2: so uh real quick before we do that it's it's interesting to me like i we i kind of like did an informal tally of like everybody's favorite episodes and obviously like david reese and charles Berelsheimer were scored pretty highly but among the episodes that were just the three of us uh, episode 19 seemed to be really uh really popular like Somebody pointed out that that was kind of when we. It seemed like we, our chemistry finally like finally clicked, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> Did and we and suck that, before that. Apparently, I hope not. <laughs> we were really stiff and formal.
1: It was like uh, an hour and a half. I yeah. uh, don't think we were ever very formal. <laughs> so uh, your, name, your name's Johnny, right?
2: Yeah. So th- that was uh, episode nineteen. Was the Prospector General where we had our clip of Gus Chickens, the <laughs> Will Ferrell character. So nobody doesn't like Will Ferrell. So
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Ferrell bump, yeah.
2: <laughs> So what I did for the winners, we had almost 100, we had 98 entries, um, and I, I count, I numbered them backwards, um, from newest to oldest, um, and I ran it through the random number generator to pick, pick the winners. So, um, for the Blackwing pack, which is of course, um, a pack of, um, oh, let me grab that, the dozen Blackwing 602s, uh, and a Blackwing slate, which are pretty great, um, That is um, Stephen, and I'm not 100% sure the last name. One thing I sort of didn't think about is that Squarespace doesn't require you to put in your email address. Um, So I'm hoping that these people will identify that they are the winners and let me know. Um, I'll give information on how to get a hold of me afterwards. But uh, Stephen said that my favorite episode was The Prospector General. The episode had a good flow, Uh, plus that picture of Will Ferrell is hilarious, which is completely true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so that's the Blackwing pack. Um, we also had the Notegeist Pencils lovers pencil lovers kit, uh, which is a dozen vintage sampler pencils, a dozen new pencil samplers, um, or a pencil sampler of a dozen new pencils, a pack of pencil caps, a General's three in one sharpener, and a Koh-i-Noor Magic eraser, which is a super awesome and generous contribution by Gary Gary Varner from Notegeist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was uh, A J. Berkovich. Uh, he said that his favorite episode is episode 15. Uh, the joke is there is no joke with David Reese. I discovered this podcast when I was Googling David Reese, who I believe to be a very interesting person. And I found a link to the website, which then led him to the pencil revolution blog, which is now his favorite blog. You
1: so, mean stencil revolution?
2: Yeah, stencil revolution. <laughs> <laughs> so AJ, I hope you're listening. Um, and I'll let you know how to get in touch and we can get your address. Um, we also have a couple different giveaways for the classroom friendly sharpener, uh, whereas you can pick out your favorite color uh, or the large format pencil sharpener. Uh, one of them was Dan. Um, Dan says, My favorite was the one, uh, my favorite was this one, being episode 26, as it was really cool to find out about the pencil store. Gotta go there, which, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, episode 26 is his favorite. Um, also, Brian Song, who is a pretty active group member. Um, he's, he's going to say, I'm going to say episode 26 as well. Um, you guys have come a really long way and it keeps getting better, but you've managed to keep the relationship fun throughout. So
1: (laughs) we're like, we're still like pre Yoko Beatles. Yeah. We keep the tension off air. Yeah. Yeah. When we turn it off, we just fight. All the fighting happens with like super passive aggressive text messages. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, Well, I see someone who didn't put together the show notes today. (laughs) 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 Someone's edits were pretty crappy today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so uh uh johnny you uh you offered a sampler pack of pencils plus a Baron fig notebook um and one of our group members um i'm probably going to mangle your name and i apologize but neha neha or neha neha um, i'm not sure if that's her real name or if that is a uh, facebook name but um uh she wishes us a happy one year anniversary she's going to hop on board with the folks indicating that episode 19 is their favorite Um, I appreciate the lengthy review of The Prospector, a pencil I've been wanting to know more about. So, yeah, that was another endorsement for for Gus Jiggins. Uh, For Tim's pack, um, and by the way, we should, uh, maybe not now, but at some point we should tell people what's in our packs. I actually can't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Tim's pack, Greg is getting it. And Greg says, I've liked a lot of them, but my favorite would be the My Pencil Hero episode. It has a thought-provoking discussion plus a very de- a very real deep thoughts from all three hosts, which is pretty great. Uh, yeah, that was really good because I feel like we all three took it in different directions.
3: hmm
1: Yeah. and I remember um, yous- yours was all, like, sentimental and, like,
2: <laughs> Mine <laughs> yeah. was, like, people Touching. I knew in real life. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mine was, like, I like this writer a lot. He's really smart. <laughs> He's really great.
2: <laughs> um, and last but not least, my pack uh, is going to Vikram. Uh, Vikram Shah, who is the uh, editor of Scriba Mechanica, which is a, <laughs> a great blog. Um, <laughs> he uh,
1: feels like a, your baby. Yeah. Right? He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
2: your, your coined word. <laughs> yeah. I, I I kind of feel like a jerk for, like, yeah, that's my word. But I, I couldn't help it. I was definitely that guy. Uh, his favorite was episode 12, since you guys gave me a shout out in it. Uh, also, I enjoyed the interview with mm. Jeff Grant and his bullet pencil. Uh, he got the TT. Uh, thanks for gave, keeping this podcast going. Congrats on one year.
1: So, awesome. Thanks, Vikram. Uh,
2: if you guys would be able to, uh, I'm going to try to dig up um, your email addresses, or if you're in the Facebook group, I'm going to drop you a Facebook line. But if I don't know how to get a hold of you, and I apologize, I apologize if I don't, uh, please drop me an email. Um, it's andy at woodclinched.com. Uh, with your name and your ad- address, uh, and I'll make sure you get these get these uh, notebooks or get these giveaway packs. So, thank you, thank you so much for entering, guys. That was awesome!
3: Yay! Yeah, our listeners
1: are really the great. best. That was yeah. really fun fun to list to read through all of those. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. If you guys um, want to
2: see for yourself, if you go to uh, erasable.us/slash/twenty six and read the comments, you can see everybody's comments. All
1: right. Well, what do you say we wrap this up?
2: Absolutely.
1: Johnny, where can we find you on the internet?
0: Well, Every once in a while, you can find me on pencilrevolution.com. I'm on Twitter at Pen Solution and on Instagram at Pen Solution. How are you, Mr. Andy?
2: I am on, Andy. I'm on Twitter at uh, A at Wealthley, A W E L um, F L E. You can give me an at Wood clenched if you just want to see my pencil stuff. Um, I'll give a shout out to my other podcast, which is Dot Grid, which is a lot of like analog <laughs> plus digital stuff. That's at NerdUprising.co/slash-dot-grid, um, and my website is Woodclinched.com. How about you, Tim?
1: Hey, you can read my reviews and writings uh, about pencil things as well as fiction things and such at www.theWritingArsenal.com. I'm on Twitter at WritingArsenal and on. Instagram at The Writing Arsenal. All right, and you can follow uh, the podcast at Erasable Podcast on Twitter. The show notes for today's episode will be at erasable.us slash 27. We have a really awesome Facebook group that you should join if you're not already there, and that is at facebook.com slash group slash erasable. There's also a Facebook page, which we'd appreciate it if you'd go and like that, which is facebook.com slash erasable podcast. Also, you can uh, rate and review us on iTunes or recommend us on Overcast or Stitcher or whatever it is that you use as your podcatcher. This really helps us out a lot because it makes us more visible uh, in our category, in our general category, uh, and helps us gain a, a wider listenership. And we, We'd really love to hear your thoughts and suggestions about the podcast there as well. Also, uh, do not forget that we are going to have a a book club episode coming up soon. So check out our show notes for a link to that book if you want to pre-order it and uh, join us in our discussion uh, coming up here in a, a few weeks. So thank you so much for listening to episode 27 of the Erasable Podcast, and we will talk to you soon.